I think about coaching, um, I do think about, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is my uh, coaches over the years in athletics. And one of the things that occurred to me this last week was when I was in high school and I went to high school in uh, in Kentucky. And I don't know if you know what Kentucky's like in August, but it's hot. It's like really hot. And uh, with high school football, you're in full pads doing two a day practices and um when I played high school sports, especially this was more so in football and basketball. Um, I think they were trying to kill us a lot of times, like in the, with the best intentions, what, you know, like if you grew up in the eighties going to high school and playing sports at all, you ran until someone threw up. It was kind of a rule in most practices, like the last 30 minutes. And what I, what occurred to me about that was that I kind of think it's okay. Like, I'm like, they were, we needed to get in shape. We were a bunch of high school kids who needed to get in shape. What I would say, and this is not a slam to them, because I don't know, you know, I think about the whole Karate Kid story, and there's interesting connections to that, but is that I don't remember any of those coaches ever telling me why. I don't remember. I think I would have been a lot more motivated. I kind of find that they pushed us to the the edges of ourselves. I think that was a really important character-building moment, but I don't remember very many of them, if ever, saying, let me tell you why. Like, one thing would be, like, in the last three minutes of the game, this is why we do this. The other team will fade and we will be able to keep going. Like if I just had that connection, some of you may have grown up in a space where, oh, that was always clear to me. And my coach was great about that. I just realized that the other day. So let's talk about what is what does whole coaching look like? What does that story have to do with what this is about? I am Dr. Rob McKenna and welcome to the Wild Conversation, where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership and organizational science accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake and for the sake of others. And when it comes to, to coaching and specifically whole person coaching, whole person and whole leader coaching, I think there are at least two kinds of people that would be you uh, out there. There's maybe a third group, but there's at least two kinds of people who might be tuning in right now to the wild conversation. And first is the professional coach where your actual job and position is that of, of coach to other people. Like that's what you do. And for you, my hope is that you will that this will somehow enhance your capacity to do whole person and whole leader coaching through the things I'm about to say. Um, and when we first launched our coaching certification, and some of our I know our coaches are here today for the Wild Toolkit years ago, I described our coaches this way. I said, a wild coach, a wild coach is someone who has the heart of a therapist and the savvy of an executive. But there was a big possibility that they had been neither. And so this point was like, and I, I, I say that because sometimes executives do not make great coaches. You know, that's the reality. Some people think like that's going to make you a great coach, but it's just not the case. Sometimes they do. But isn't it amazing to imagine a person who had the, the heart of a therapist, but may not have been trained as a therapist, but brings that heart and that discernment, but also has the savvy of an executive, someone, someone to understand what it means to build and scale an organization. And so the a great coach, whole coach has to kind of to know the game the leader is playing, but doesn't have to be an expert necessarily in that space. And the second type of person is here. And so those of you who are professional coaches, welcome into this conversation. The second type of person here is the professional leader. Um, and coaching others isn't even close to the the only or main thing you are doing but a necessary part of your job. And these professional leaders, those of you who are like that, are oftentimes 
are not only responsible for developing the individuals in their organization, um, but also the teams and 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 for, so for, for not just the individuals, but focusing on actually getting the teams to function better together. And so for you all, and and even for your professional coaches, whole coaching is most often both coaching individuals and coaching teams together. Like there is oftentimes that connection point because it would not be whole if it weren't both about individuals and about the individual working, performing and growing as a part of a team. It's just kind of the way things work in, for most of us. And just like a great whole leader, professional coach, a leader who is a great developer of others, a whole coach knows the game uh, because of this, they're learning right alongside their people. Like if there was one thing that we say is absolutely critical in whole coaching, is that the coach or the leader is doing it for themselves as well. It's just so critical. Um, and then this is not going to be a full on training or talk on professional coaching. That's another, it's for another day, but on what it means to do whole coaching. And so what is this about? And I'm going to, so to go high level, some of you heard me say this so many times, what, it, what is wholeness about? All of it. Like the whole, a whole coaching process would be to say, it's going to be a whole journey. It's going to embrace all the parts of our reality. We've also talked about, it's about embracing questions. Embracing that questions are a key part of the development process. We've also talked about that it's for the long haul. That this is not just a short-term focus on short-term symptoms, but a long haul investment in developing people and leader capacity. And that it includes the brokenness and the beauty. It includes, the, includes it has to include the things about us that are kind of need to be worked on, but also the things that are incredible about us. That's a whole approach. And seeing people whole and not through one tool or one framework, but through a larger framework that focus on, focuses on what it what it what is clearly the most important developmental areas. And I, you've heard me say this before from decades of research on the development of people and leaders. And in that way, whole coaching is both educating leaders and providing them the space to expand into what are the most important areas for them to learn and grow. And so let me give you an example of some of those areas of what it would mean. So, Because it's a lot. Like some of you are going like, okay, McKenna, it's a lot. Everything, all of it. But what do we know from, from the, the studies that have been done that are important? So imagine this, that if you were working with a person in your organization or you were coaching a person, is that you gave them a chance to think about their readiness, their readiness to learn and to adapt. And by the way, there's a lot of those of you who are familiar with growth mindset. There's a lot of that in that in what I just said. Their performance is going to be a part of the puzzle, right? Increasing their effectiveness, their personality, which means the things about them that are not changing very much, that are relatively stable. Their character, how others experience them, and not just who they are, but how, but turning that prism outward and saying, how do others experience us? Their calling and purpose, where they're going and why what i mean by that their success and significance like what it means to get them on a meaningful journey that matters to them across the boundaries of their life and work their differentiation is a word that we use their like what, what i mean by that is their emotional and functional stability like their 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 process of growing up and i talk about doing that under pressure in these moments where it's hardest to do that they're on the job development like giving them the tools to learn from their experiences. We know that's important. Their motivations. Understanding what drives them uniquely. And I got a couple more. Their competence. 
what they cannot help but do well and what they must learn to do better or delegate, figure out someone else who will do it. Their development of others. Imagine that whole coaching also includes not just working on that person, but beginning to enhance their capacity to develop people around them, to be viral in that way. And then finally, also their strategic support, opening up and helping them build their support networks and then measuring their growth and change, not their performance alone, but their development. Whole leader coaching isn't simply educating leaders on the most important areas for their development, uh, using those areas as scaffolding and structure through which to view their performance on the job and in their experience. This, you see that whole leader coaching requires life and work to be the developmental road upon which their learning occurs. Does that, is, is that, does that connect with you? That, that we would connect their development to the actual life, the actual doing. That's, that's not me being philosophical. That's what the research just affirmed is happening. And in that way, those areas I described aren't theories. Those different pieces I just went through, competencies and experiences and personality and readiness, they aren't, they aren't just theories. They are wired into our beings as humans. Motivation isn't important because some researchers studied it. It's, imp it's important because it is. The research just affirmed it. Purpose isn't important because someone wrote a book about it or that I did a TED talk that talked about it. It's important because we are wired to look at it, to look for purposeful work. And something you might be saying now, okay, is let's, let's get a more practical. Like, wow, Rob, that's great. You're suggesting that whole leader coaching is addressing all of that in the development, in the development of a member of my team or in a leader I'm coaching. And to that, I say, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And it works because they are already thinking about all those things already. But they rarely, but the people we work with rarely talk about them with any depth in the context, like in the space of their actual jobs in life. That's why I've always said, like, they're, they're having these conversations. They may not use the words I just used. They may not say, like, what's motivating me? But they're thinking about it, right? What are those drivers, those things that uniquely motivate them? And, and this is not coaching based on, as I said, on a popular book or a methodology that we developed out of our, just out of our back pocket. It's coaching based on what research has just affirmed and what people are saying that they've th they're thinking about already. And I would contrast that with a couple of things. I'm not saying these are things are bad, but it's a, it's a little bit different approach. I would contrast with what some of some of you might describe as like more organic coaching, where the coach or the leader takes their people wherever they want to go. And I would say that the challenge with that approach is in the most cases, the people will either pivot to personality, oftentimes, and a fixed mindset, only asking what they're good at or what they are like, or the possibility that they'll pivot towards symptoms. Because most of us feel the symptoms daily those surface outcomes without dealing with root causes. And so whole leader coaching is about attacking those root causes developmentally that are the long-term solutions to the short-term symptoms we deal with every day. Like things like this, managing conflict. Trouble with a team with conflict is a symptom of something that, that with a deeper investment over the long haul might be headed off at the pass. A problem employee is a symptom. By the way, a problem employee Sometimes is the problem employee, but sometimes it's the leader. 
and the lack of the capacity of the leader to deal with that employee. And so then you've got to dig into that leader's capacity to do that. Like we've got to have some conversations that build that structure for doing that better. Character flaws in individuals that are pulling our team down that we label that way. Whole leader coaching, if we were to do it over the long haul, might, might solve that. So it's a lot. And that is precisely what I've spent my career building. This is why I spent my career building the whole and intentional leader development toolkit, the what's called the wild toolkit. I built a tool that would allow them to see, to learn, to increase their performance, to help them become effective together in teams and as individuals. And whole leader coaching not only impacts the person individually, and I've said this already, but as team members share together, it becomes viral as the whole reality of a person emerges onto their developmental scene. And this is why people say when you begin to work with them this, this way and begin to have them think about, oh, I never thought about my personality in the context of my competence, in the context of my readiness, in the context of what my organization is trying to do. And people say things like, I didn't know I could think this way. I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know I could actually bring my whole developmental story to the table at work and see how setting that table could change my life. And so a couple of things to think about, like as I, as I give you some, I'm going to give you a couple of practical things here at the end, I hope. And my first point is like whole leader coaching is all of it. Um, and all of it being what research has shown to us regarding what is happening with every individual. The, the, another point is that the same fundamental things are going on, uh, but the way that they play out is nuanced. So we have common things developmentally. Motivation is important for all of us, but the way it looks in our life is nuanced. And that's why I talk about that we need a developmental process as we think about whole development of people. We need a structure that breathes, a framework that breathes, that allows for that unique breath to come in. And when it's done well, this is another point I'm trying to make. It is right alongside the actual work. And I would say this, in tools and assessments like the Wild Toolkit and our methodology provide the necessary scaffolding and structure to open up vulnerability and learning in new areas. Because some of you are thinking this, like, I can't imagine my team having these kinds of vulnerable conversations that are whole. But that's why I think a scaffolding can help. I think they can help. And I would say this. So... Tool, we, we've talked sometimes about tool-based coaching. I want to say just something about this and why it's important for whole leader development and, and a coaching process. Because tool-based coaching provides the simple structure for the necessary territory of whole coaching for the non-professional and professional leader, the not I say professional leader and the professional coach alike. And so you, these are some of the things that, that I repeat that I think are important for us to listen to that are different from other ways of thinking about what it means to invest in the development of people, either as a coach or as a leader. And we say this often, tools are not tests, but scaffolding for learning and growth. When leaders, when, when team members begin to realize that there is no test to fail or box to fit into, their developmental horizons explode in the most positive ways do you hear we're so used to the i get the right answer i fit the right box and best based on decades of experience coaching leaders across multiple contexts and building whole leader development tools i've seen this we have seen this that there are several repeated challenges and observed ways that the use of tools can help that the use of tools as scaffolding can help so let me give you let me give you a couple of the challenges and, and the way that tools in it sort of a whole person developmental perspective can help. 
Here's the first one. We simply don't listen very well. If you've ever been challenged to stop talking long enough to hear the story of someone else, you aren't alone. And we did a whole wild conversation just last week about this. So you got to check it out. I think there was good stuff in there for all of us. And coaching certainly can be about relating. But when we break a person's chain of thought, we reduce their capacity to go one step deeper. And I think this is especially difficult. This can be especially difficult when what they need to process makes them uncomfortable. Discomfort is often the catalyst for deep and lasting change. And if we reduce the person's anxiety by filling the silence, we may rob them of the important conversation they need to have. And so tools provide a structure to go deeper and to stay on their story. I, th I talk about it this way, similar to a diver using a, putting on a wetsuit and an oxygen tank to go deeper, developmental tools provide the reflective data to go deeper. And deeper doesn't have to mean harder. So there's parts of that process. We actually, some of you are interested in this and we'll provide links to this, but the, we use the process of thoughtful action. Once you have a tool is to actually structure an hour long conversation. It is so simple. You all as a way to coach and invest and, and, and to keep yourself on track as the coach. And we talked about awareness, application, and action. Awareness. What am I, what is this person becoming aware of? What is the, what are the implications of that awareness on the people on their team? And then what are they going to do about it? is such a simple framework. The second thing I would say that's a challenge and why tools can really help with this concept that I just talked about is that we lack a common developmental language. In organizations, we rarely lack a language regarding our mission, organizational goals, the acronyms and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes we have lacked a common developmental language and tools can provide that. And I think that's important, especially when you're talking about a whole story of different variables in the life of a person. And so tools can provide a meaningful common language regarding development. I know that. I know that for some of you because some of you have used the Wild Toolkit. Now have a language that you and I share. That you and I share that we didn't have before. And then the last thing is this. Especially when it comes. And I, I'm bringing up, I, I hope it's okay with you. Why am I, why am I qualifying it that way that I'm bringing up? The, the, the tools kind of help with that whole process because it's a lot, okay? And here's what I would say. Without a map, we risk ending up nowhere. And this is where the Wild Toolkit, in my experience of our own team and with other people, is incredible. It is a map of the journey. And while too much structure can feel robotic and impersonal for a, for a person, at the very least, tools provide reflective data and offer an intentional direction. And who wouldn't benefit from a dose of intention in what they might learn next? It's just a powerful thing. So I think that's what's powerful about providing that kind of structure for a person. And if there's one common piece of feedback we've heard from leaders who have used a whole leader, our whole leader process in coaching or in team development setting, it's that they did not realize how intentional they could be about their learning and growth. They just didn't know. Not unlike GPS, tools tell you where you are and provide the foundation for which to decide where it is important for you to go next. And so as we get into this conversation, we open up a conversation about whole leader, whole coaching, whole leader development, and the development of our whole teams, whether you are that professional coach or you are that person who's a professional leader, and this is one really important part of your job. I hope that it opens up this possibility to think about what would it mean for me to see my people more whole, given what Rob just said. 
So let's keep this conversation going like we always do. Thank you for listening to this wild conversation. To join our live wild conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wild conversation and subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.